Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Again, Brian Reese, the VA Claims Insider, coming at you live from Austin, Texas on this happy hump day. Tell me something good, vets. Tell me something good. Tell me your name. Tell me where you're dialing in from. Um, so many vets, by the way, they don't even know that they have sleep apnea and that there's different types of sleep apnea and what those might mean for them and their disability claim. So disclaimer, I am not an accredited agent. I'm not a VSO. I'm not an attorney. VA Claims Insider, nor myself, we are not entities in any way recognized by the Department of Veterans Affairs. We're not affiliated with the VA in any way. Um, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, and by the way, this video is for educational purposes only. It's educational, informational in nature. Even though we're going to be talking about sleep apnea and some other medical conditions, Please do not use this advice today uh, as a substitute for the medical advice from a doctor or a healthcare provider or the legal advice of a VA accredited attorney, okay? Results disclaimer. I'm not making any offers today, but of course you'll see across the bottom uh, the link to join one of our membership programs. That's our premier uh, education-based coaching and consulting program. It's called VA Claims Insider Elite, okay? Um, and you can join, right? It's a free three-step intake to get started. Okay, but I want to disclaim some of these results. Okay, please acknowledge and know that by watching this video, using our website, reading our blog, anything associated with me or VA Claims Insider or anybody on our team, you acknowledge there are completely free services available to assist veterans with VA disability claims for VA benefits. That includes VA pension benefits, okay, which is different than disability compensation. Now, at VA Claims Insider, we don't do anything with pensions. Okay, but if you're interested in pension, um, there's tons of resources on Google, okay? We always recommend veterans utilize those free services. Accredited agents, there's uh, national level orgs like DAV, VFW, AMVETS, American Legion. There are state-sponsored organizations, and then there's also free and paid services from VA accredited agents or attorneys. Utilization of me, our membership programs, our website, our blog, our videos, anything is not required to submit a claim for VA disability benefits. You can do it on your own. You don't need me or anybody else. And the reality is you might achieve a positive VA disability claim outcome with these other free or paid organizations. Okay, now we do have testimonials uh, across our website. We've got testimonials on the elite landing page, by the way, the intake page. Um, they weren't paid, right? They're, they're not endorsed by us. They weren't paid by us. Um, and their results are not typical, okay? If somebody goes from 0% to 100% in seven days with no CMP, that's not a typical result of somebody in our program. Now, what is typical 
and I can stand by these numbers with over 3,000 plus wins in the last three and a half years, the average veteran who completes our elite program receives more, but we stand by 30%. They receive a 30% increase in their VA disability rating, okay, as a direct result of using the VA Claims and Solder Elite membership program, okay? But the testimonials that you listed, your results may vary. We make no guarantee of results, okay? Your individual results may vary. So let's jump into some of the content here. Again, thanks for being with me. There's over 200 of you on live right now, which is just totally crazy. Um, I love doing this with you guys. Obviously, it's, it's high value stuff for you. You're getting value, otherwise you wouldn't come back. Um, so today, we're talking though about one of my favorite topics, okay? Sleep apnea. Now, it's not one of my favorite topics when it comes to the severity of the condition and how much it can limit or affect your life, okay? Um, there's, there seems to be this tendency among even VA doctors and, and attorneys and VSOs and even in the veteran community that, you know, well, what sleep apnea, what, you know, like, why, why is that compensated for disability? Why is that even considered a disability? I've heard that before, right? Um, and, you know, it's not that bad, right? You, if you have a CPAP, are you kidding me? You get a 50% rating? That's, that's not fair. Look, I call bull crap on that, okay? Um, I don't personally have sleep apnea, but I know a lot of folks who do. Um, and, man, it is, it is life-altering to have sleep apnea, okay? And there's a few different types of sleep apnea. There's obstructive sleep apnea where your upper airway becomes blocked during sleep. There's central sleep apnea where your brain stops firing to record those signals. You have an apneic episode. There's mixed sleep apnea, which is a combination of both, right? So uh, it's a killer though. Sleep apnea leads many times to early death. It is nothing to mess around with, gang. Um, and there's so many side effects of sleep apnea that a lot of people just don't talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those things today, okay? Those symptoms associated with sleep apnea and how your sleep apnea affects or limits your life in a negative way, okay? Now, the part that we're going to deep dive today that is just so important to get across to you guys is in our experience... <clears throat> sleep apnea is one of the most commonly denied VA disability claims. Most commonly denied, one of for sure, the most commonly denied VA disability claims, bar none. And the reason is 99% of the time it boils down to you were not diagnosed with sleep apnea while you wore the uniform. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The main reason we see VA claims for sleep apnea get denied, again, this is our experience, this is my opinion, okay, is while you were on active duty, you didn't even know that you had a sleep apnea condition. You might not have even known what it was, right? I, I had never heard of sleep apnea until long after I, I took off the uniform. So a lot of vets suck it up, power through, right? Maybe it's just stress from the job. Maybe it's from the deployment. Maybe it's an adjustment disorder. Maybe it's some other mental health condition. Maybe it's the alcohol. Maybe it's the drugs. Maybe it's my relationship, right? Man, one thing vets are really good at, we're really good at hiding uncomfortable truths that we don't want to face. I'm going to say that again. 
One thing that we as veterans are very good at is hiding uncomfortable truths that we don't want to face. How do I know? I got two hands in the air, man. That's me. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Gary wrote, CPAP saves marriages. Right? CPAP stands for Continuous Positive Airway Pressure Machine. CPAP. It's one of the, uh, the most commonly prescribed uh, devices in treatments of, of sleep apnea, especially obstructive sleep apnea. Okay. CPAP saves marriages. But man, we vets, especially while we're wearing the uniform, we chalk it up to anything other than a sleep disorder, right? And so a lot of times you probably never went to the doctor on active duty, especially if it was 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, right? You never went to the doctor. You don't even have subjective complaints of sleep issues because you don't want to be a whiner, right? Heaven forbid you're seen as a whiner, falling out of formation, missing physical training, heaven forbid, missed, missed your deployment with your unit, right? You ain't going to be that guy or gal. So we're not honest on active duty about what we got going on, okay? So you had no subjective complaints of sleep issues. You were probably never referred from a primary care. If you did go to your primary care doctor, you probably never got a referral to a sleep specialist, meaning you never did a sleep study, Okay, which is the only true, verifiable, trusting way to get a diagnosis of sleep apnea medically is to go through a sleep study. Okay? And by the way, there's a lot of false positives and false negatives in sleep apnea tests. So if you believe you still have sleep apnea, but for some reason your, your first uh, sleep study results were negative, right? For any kind of apneic episodes, no issues with your breathing. Um, blood and, and uh, oxygen levels. Do it again. Go do another one, man. I know so many people who literally they did their first sleep study and the results came back as, as you don't have sleep apnea, right? You're just overweight or whatever, whatever. Um, you just snore, right? But you don't have sleep apnea. They go and do a, a second study a month later with a different company or a different control group or in a different situation and you come back as having moderate or mild obstructive sleep apnea, right? It's very common. So if you still think you have sleep apnea, but you were a false positive or a false negative, and you want to be sure, do another one, request another one, okay? But that in our experience, in our opinion, is the number one reason VA sleep apnea claims get denied is veterans did not have a medical diagnosis of any type of sleep apnea condition while they wore the uniform. There's no evidence in your service treatment records. And when you go to file that claim, right, I have sleep apnea with a CPAP. That's 50%. According to the law, you file it as a primary disability claim, comes back denied, not service connected, right? And that's probably how you got here today, right? That's probably how you ended up on our blog reading about sleep apnea. Listen to me, about, and I can mix my Wista in at the same time, combat Craig, okay? I can mix Canadian A with Wista Mass. Pack your car down there at Harvard. <laughs> oh, man. I'm watching the comments roll in. There's over 227 of you on right now, which is crazy. 228. Okay. Um, but that's the problem, guys. Most of you did not have sleep apnea diagnosed while you wore the uniform. And maybe you've already filed it, even though you have a diagnosis, but it came back denied 
not service connected. <laughs> right? <clears throat> and I can already, literally, I already know what the VA Raiders denial states because they just copy and paste it from a little template they have. It says something to the effect of there's no evidence in the veteran's active duty service treatment records of any sleep issues, of any sleep apnea condition. Veteran never had a sleep study, right? Therefore, right, in accordance with blah, 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 they're going to cite BS law that they don't even understand denying service connection because it wasn't duty or service, right? It wasn't caused by an in-service event, disease, or injury. Duh! <laughs> I hope, man. We, by the way, we speak with VA Raiders often um, about what's really going on. That's why we call ourselves VA Claims Insider. Uh, but man, it's it's a mess. We've got we've got VA Raiders who play doctor, right, and they're not, and we've got CNP examiners who play lawyer, and they're not. That's part of the problem. I'm going to say that again. Part of the problem of why your claims keep getting denied or why one regional office says yes, one says no, the same claim goes to this office and gets denied. You fight a higher level review, it goes to somewhere else and it's approved, okay? The difference is the VA doesn't even know their own rules, number one. Our CNP examiners suck for the most part, that's number two. Veterans don't realize the importance of medical evidence, that's number three. Right. Number four, the VA Raider plays doctor. The CMP examiner plays lawyer. Okay. My hockey coach used to say this to us all the time. Know your job, do your job. Right. Who knows? Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick. Right. Those dudes know football. Right. Do your job. Right. Do your job. Show up. Know your job. Do your job. Don't do somebody else's job. Do your job. Guess what? I got the same freaking message for you, VA Raider, CNP examiner who suck. Do your job and stop screwing over our veterans. If we deserve something legally, morally, ethically, medically, right? Legally, morally, ethically, medically. If a veteran deserves it by law, okay? They should get it. If there's any doubt, okay, 50-50, at least as likely as not, if there's any doubt at all, it's at least as likely as not the benefit of the doubt goes to the veteran. That's in the law. <clears throat> That's in the law. <clears throat> Excuse me, but again, a lot of folks don't follow it. Stay in your lane. Yeah, somebody wrote, stay in your lane. Do your job. Man, it's all we're asking, right? And by, and by the way, I'm, I'm not trying to hate here. We got, there's some amazing VA Raiders. There's some amazing CNP examiners with huge hearts, right? There's some great attorneys out there. There's some fantastic BSOs. We support their orgs, okay? But do your job. Do your job, okay? All right. So that's the problem, right? We talked about this. When you go to file sleep apnea as a primary disability, meaning you're seeking direct service connection, okay? What that means is, when you file a sleep apnea claim, you're telling the VA, I believe my sleep apnea was due to my service, right? Caused or made worse by my service. Again, 
man, the, the longer the time goes by from the moment you were diagnosed to when you're claiming the condition, right? And when you left the service, when that time gap goes like this, it gets infinitely harder to prove service connection if you go direct. Okay, now I have a tip on following for direct service connection that we're going to get to in a second. Okay, um, but again, if you did not have a sleep study on active duty, you had no diagnosis of sleep apnea on active duty service, didn't do a sleep study, okay, it is highly recommended in the opinion of VA Claims Insider, do not file it as a primary disability claim unless, <clears throat> and I'll have one caveat, unless, okay, if you can get a firsthand witness, preferably somebody you served with, preferably somebody who saw you sleeping, whether you were deployed together, uh, I don't know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the situation is, training event. If you can get that person to write a buddy letter that states, I was there in 1974, I witnessed Brianna having trouble breathing, right? I thought she was dead. She snored loudly. There were times when she stopped breathing and I got scared because I thought, I, thought, I thought she might be dead, right? And I am 100% certain that she had sleep apnea while on active duty. I know because I was there, I saw it, I witnessed it, right? But she didn't want to complain. She didn't go to the doctor. She wasn't diagnosed with it until 10 years later. That is the only way in our experience, again, my opinion, that you're going to get sleep apnea service connected as a primary disability claim, okay? And even then, it's, it's shaky, okay? So what should you do instead? That's what we're talking about today. Sleep apnea secondary conditions secrets, okay? Now, I'm proud to announce we have a freaking insane high value digital download coming very soon to include a video that I'm going to do that explains it. We're running some stuff through medical professionals first before we release it. Okay. In it is unlike anything you've ever seen before. It's not even close to anything you will find online. If you, if you do find something even remotely close, let me know. Okay. Because what it is, is it is a high value digital download of what you really need to know about sleep apnea secondary disability claims, okay? Meaning you believe your sleep apnea was caused or made worse or aggravated, okay? By another service-connected disability that you already suffer from. In it, 50, I believe it's 50, it's either 49 or 50, I'm gonna say 50 conditions that are medically linked, okay? There are ties to the aggravation of sleep apnea. Okay, so if you have any of those conditions, they're medically linked to one another. Okay, cause and effect, aggravation, right? But what we are gonna do is not only are we breaking those out, okay, of all 50, sleep apnea secondary to, right, migraine, sleep apnea secondary to PTSD, sleep apnea secondary to allergic rhinitis, sinusitis, okay? We are going to have the links with the digest of the resource, the medical literature, so you, you can save time and save money, stop wasting time on the internet. We're going to give you 
the best medical research studies that link them, okay? We also include multiple case analyses, okay, from the BVA. These are case analysis digests put out by BVA attorneys, uh, basic folks at uh, judges, right? Judges at the BVA who actually tell a veteran on appeal, hey, service connection on a secondary basis is granted because of or due to or approximate by, or here's why. We're going to have favorable and unfavorable case analysis for you to look at, okay? But we're only going to give you what you need to know because I am so sick and tired of some of these other yahoos out there who try to hawk their 300-page guide that's full of a bunch of crap, okay? They have no idea what they're talking about. It's absolute garbage, okay? So what do we do at VA Claims Insider? We make VA disability claims easy with expert education-based resources so you can take control of your own claim and get the VA rating compensation you deserve, okay? We're only going to tell you what you need to know, all right? I ain't going to fluff this up in any way. We're going to cut right to it. The art of simplicity so that you know what you're looking for, okay? We're gonna break that down though, and I'm gonna do a video about it. We're gonna talk about it. Again, we're running some of that stuff though through some healthcare professionals on the outside so that I make sure that all the content is accurate, okay? Or as accurate as I can make it. So that's coming very soon. It's a high value digital download and video that's for our members only, okay? Again, that's what you get as a member. You get access and permission to use Elite level, expert level, education-based resources. I challenge you to find it anywhere else, okay? I could probably turn around and sell that for a thousand bucks a pop, all right? But it's going to be included as a part of your membership into our VA Claims Insider Elite Program, which, by the way, you can start free, okay? The link's across the bottom daclaimsinsiderelite.com. Again, this resource is coming within two weeks at most. Okay, I'm going to post it inside of our mastermind group on Facebook, which you're going to get access to. Okay, We'll put it in our resource library area so you know where to get it. You're going to have permission to use it for this much up front. Okay? Again, we don't charge you for our resources up front. We charge you at the end for access and permission to use our resources if and only if those resources and the medical evidence wins your claim and gets you a higher rating. Okay, again, you can start right down there, vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. And by the way, big shout out to, I got a whole bunch of team members on. Thank you guys for answering so many questions. Now, Bets, thanks for being here. There's over 250 of you on right now live on Facebook. If you're watching the recording on YouTube, welcome to you too. Um, please post your questions, comments, concerns, a team member, or I will try to answer them if you're on YouTube. Ask the question down below. You have to scroll below. Ask your question. We'll, we'll do our darndest um, to try to get you an answer, okay? Or at least direct you to a resource or somebody who can help. Okay, so uh, what did we talk about? Sleep apnea, secondary conditions. I told you about the guide that's coming. So if, again, this is our opinion. Big claims insider opinion. If you did not get a diagnosis of sleep apnea while you wore the uniform, Right. If you can't get a firsthand witness who said they saw you snoring, apneic episodes, stop breathing, you know, daytime hypersomnolence, issues with sleep. If you can't produce that in a buddy statement, it is highly recommended that you file sleep apnea as a secondary 
VA disability claim, okay? Secondary service connection. What you're telling the VA is you believe your sleep apnea was caused or made worse or approximately due to or approximately aggravated by or the result of another service-connected disability in your body. And again, that secret guide is going to list more than 50 conditions, okay? That is the secret sauce. That's the magic. It's coming very soon. Now, here's something that I, I thought was just crazy, all right, as we're researching for this analysis. I've asked, I have people have asked me, how, how, how do I know I have sleep apnea? And then how common is it in the veteran population to have sleep apnea? Ready? According to military, or, military research, according to medical research, military veterans are four times more likely to have sleep apnea than the normal civilian population, okay? If you wore the uniform, you are four times more likely to have sleep apnea, okay? Crazy. That's, that's crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. How was that? All right, sleep apnea is a secondary claim. Let's talk about this. So, all right, Brian, you're talking about all these fancy legal terms. I, I'm sorry, I'm not a lawyer, by the way. Um, I typically dislike attorneys um, because they try to overcomplicate everything and we make it easy. Okay, that's the difference. They overcomplicate everything, we make it easy. We tell you you need medical evidence. Here's the resource you need. You can do it yourself, okay? All right, service connection on a secondary basis by law requires something called a showing of causation. That showing of causation, what that means is you have to show that the secondary disability was proximately due to or proximately aggravated by, okay? Proximately due to approximately aggravated by another service-connected disability, okay? And there's three elements to connecting that. So the first thing, if you think you have sleep apnea, guys, but you've never undergone a sleep study, that's the first thing that you need to do, right? If you file a, a primary or secondary disability claim and you don't have a diagnosis of sleep apnea and you don't have a sleep study done, you're going to get denied all day, right? Because that's hurdle and requirement number one. So what you can do is pick up the phone, call your VA primary care provider, tell them you're having trouble with your sleep. You think you might have sleep apnea and you want a sleep study. If you don't want to wait for the VA, you can actually order yourself a sleep apnea at-home test kit, right? You can Google, you know, sleep apnea at-home test kit or go to Amazon, right? Pick, pick one. We've got no relationship with those folks. Um, but they'll ship you a device. You can hook yourself up at night. It's going to track your sleep. It's going to measure the apneic episodes. That stuff's going to go back and it's going to be measured. Okay. You're going to get a result from a sleep technician. And if you have sleep apnea or not, okay, you'll have to pay for that out of pocket. Um, I don't think there's a reimbursement as of right now, but there might be. Okay. So ask, uh, ask the VA about that. If you want to do a at home test. Um, so again, you could do a, a sleep study, probably an overnight one at a VA facility, <clears throat> VA medical facility, ask your primary care doctor for a referral to a sleep specialist for a sleep study. <clears throat> the other thing you might want to do is if you have my healthy vet, open up my healthy vet, go to secure messenger and start messaging your primary care team. I'm having trouble sleeping. 
My spouse tells me I snore a lot and that I'm gasping for air. I'm tired all the time. I think I might have sleep apnea, but I've never done a sleep study. Can you help? Question mark. Boom. Guess what? That's now medical evidence. It's now medical evidence that goes in your VA medical record. So when you go to file this claim, three, four, five, six months from now, the VA goes, oh, six months ago, they did talk about symptoms. Okay? And then they did have a sleep study. This is affecting their life. Right? They did. They did get a diagnosis. They do have a CPAP machine. Okay? So you got to get a diagnosis. That's number one. If you're going to go for sleep apnea is a secondary disability claim. All right. Number two, there has to be evidence of a service-connected primary disability. That one's easy. The second hurdle here for, for secondary service connection is super easy because all you need to show is, hey, VA rater, hey, CMP examiner, I already have PTSD rated at 10%. I've got depression at 30. I've got sinusitis at 10. I've got allergic rhinitis at 10, right? Hey, I've gained weight, right? I'm taking all these medications for this stuff. That's easy. That's number two. All you got to do is show the evidence that you already have service connected disability. The third part, this is so critical and what most veterans miss. Okay. Third part required for secondary service connection. It, literally, I'm reading this verbatim out of a law. Medical nexus evidence establishing a connection between the service-connected disability and the current disability, okay? So what that means is nexus evidence, medical literature, a medical nexus statement from a credible, competent medical professional who can say with some level of certainty based on research, based upon their analysis of you, the likelihood that there's a connection between your current service-connected disability and the disability in question, which is sleep apnea, okay? But there has to be medical nexus evidence linking the two or you're likely to be denied secondary service connection, okay? All right, so let's jump into a few of these. I'm gonna talk about a couple and I'm gonna share another secret hack, okay? So many veterans think there's a common link between sleep apnea and PTSD. Guess what? There isn't. There's a weak link, okay? There's a weak link. There is a link. We're not quite sure what it is yet. Sample sizes haven't been large enough, right? To draw any decisive conclusions, all right? But there's certainly some elements of aggravation, right? Proximately due to aggravation. But one of the things I want you to think about is what can you prove on an at least as likely as not basis? What does the medical research say are the likely causes of sleep apnea? Okay, and then I'm going to take some questions from you guys, okay? One of the ways is weight gain. Weight gain. Weight gain. All right, Cosmo says you're fat. Bind down with that. <laughs> Not that I know that song, all right? But what does that mean? The most common cause link aggravation of obstructive sleep apnea, okay? 
weight gain, obesity, okay, even being overweight, okay, overweight is defined as having a body mass index, a BMI of 25 or above, okay, between 25 and 30, you're considered overweight, right, so I would be in the overweight category just on that alone, right, so the medical research is going to say you're more likely to have obstructive sleep apnea because you're overweight. Your BMI is above 25. If your BMI is above 30, your chances of getting or having OSA, obstructive sleep apnea, go up even more significantly. Okay, If you've got a BMI above 30, technically that means you're obese. And guess what's going to happen, guys? If you don't have clear medical nexus evidence, you've gained a bunch of weight and you didn't have a sleep study done on active duty, your denial from your garbage CNP examiner who doesn't study medicine, who doesn't read medical research, who isn't up to date on aggravation and what it actually means and approximately due to the result of, they're going to put in there, I believe the veteran's obstructive sleep apnea is less likely due to their rhinitis, sinusitis, PTSD, medication side effects, because the medical research says it's likely that it's due to their weight gain. They weighed 160 pounds when they left the service, and now they weigh 250 pounds. They're morbidly obese. Denied service connection. Okay. That's what's going to happen, guys. Again, all I'm trying to do here is speak truths. Okay. Some of you on this call, you maybe had this happen. All right, but I see some fellow insiders chiming in here going to say, wait a minute, wait a second. Weight gain. What if you're overweight or you're obese because of another service-connected disability in your body? What if that's the link that connects the two, right? Maybe you're taking SSRIs for depression, anxiety, mental health, nightmares, panic attacks, right? Mood disorders, adjustment disorders. One of the common side effects of many of those SSRIs is weight gain, okay? So maybe you could make the case that your obstructive sleep apnea is secondary to your PTSD, specifically the side effects of the medications you're taking to manage and control the symptoms of your primary service-connected disability, okay? Weight gain, right? And we could argue under the sun. What does weight gain do to, right? Is it your fault? Is it their fault? Is it America's fault? I'm not gonna go there. What I'm gonna tell you is that medications have side effects. We know that many of the medication side effects out there include weight gain, okay? A along with a host of other things. Diarrhea, vomiting. Sexual dysfunction, right? Migraines, headaches, right? You might have migraines or tension headaches that are caused or made worse by another service connected disability linked to the side effects of medication you're taking. Okay, but again, what do you need to prove secondary service connection? Part three is medical nexus evidence connecting them. Okay, now you can ask. A VA doctor, good luck with that, right? If they'll write a medical nexus letter for you. You can ask your own primary care doctors. You can ask an urgent care facility, right? 
or you could Google top Nexus letter doctors or doctors who write Nexus letters for veterans. Guess who pops up number one, right? You've got some resources there listed, but you don't have to use us for the Nexus evidence. But if you want to, we can connect you and your case with a, a qualified, credible, independent medical professional. Okay, again, they don't work for me. We're not, they're not influenced by us. They work for themselves, but we will help make that connection for you. All right, again, you wanna get started? On the bottom of the screen there, you'll see it. Hopefully a team member can uh, pop a note in there too. VA Claims Insider Elite. Dot com, right? It's a free three-step intake to start. And we'll be in touch, right? We'll connect you with the healthcare professionals you need, especially if you already have OSA, you've been denied before, you're trying to connect it secondary, right? But you know you need medical research, you know you need medical nexus evidence, you know you need to show a showing of causation and how your OSA is at least as likely as not approximately due to, approximately aggravated by, right? Another service kind of disability in your body. That's what we do, guys. That is what we do at VA Claims Insider. And that's why I founded this company. I founded this company, guys, because I was tired of the crap resources out there that aren't helping. So we simplified it. That's what you're gonna get as a member. Simplified expert education-based resources that you need, access to the VA Claims Insider Mastermind Group, which is me and our team of over 200 now, which is crazy, okay? And it also gets you extreme discounts to the vetted independent medical professionals in our referral network, okay? Again, VAClaimsInsiderElite.com, <laughs> Gary. VA Claims Insider rocks. Thanks for posting all your knowledge too, by the way. I, I see all the stuff you're responding with, Gary. Thank you, brother. What's up, Chris? Hey, Jeff. What's up, Carrie? You got uh, so many people are on. This is awesome. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we've talked about sleep apnea, right? And again, I, I've, I've revealed all. I mean, those, those are the secrets, guys, is the most common cause or linkage that we know of to date according to medical research, is weight gain. If you're overweight or you're obese, there's a high likelihood of you getting denied service connection, especially if you go secondary, unless you have a credible and competent medical nexus letter, okay? The nexus evidence connecting the two conditions. All right, and again, I got that secret guide coming up, more than 50 examples of sleep apnea secondary condition basis okay for secondary service connection we've got examples direct links to those medical research reports you can download them and upload them in support of your claim to va.gov or benefits right a couple of court cases there if you want to check out what the precedent says again nothing we're not going to overcomplicate it we're going to keep it simple but we're gonna give you the resources, okay? Joe says, I have my sleep study consult tomorrow. Cool, man. Cool, I'm, I'm glad you're getting help. Um, that's one of the biggest things, man. And, and, and by the way, CPAPs are usually life-changing. Man, when you finally get that good sleep and you open up that airway and you can breathe and that O2 is flowing to the brain, 
and things are clicking, right? Man, your, your daytime sleepiness goes away. Your sex life's probably going to go up, right? Relationships are going to improve. You're going to be sharper and better at work. It's for most people, man, that CPAPs are life changing. So I hope that works out for you. Yeah. So some other people are writing, yeah, not so much for me. There's different types of machines for sure. And, and by no means, you know, am I suggesting that they work for everybody because they don't. I mean, some, a lot of it depends on the person. It depends on the severity of your sleep apnea. It depends on where you live. Um, lots of, lots of things go into that. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a few questions for you guys. Again, Brian Reese here, Air Force Service disabled vet, uh, VA claim expert, man, self-taught, self-learned. I'm a huge nerd. I research the heck out of stuff. And anything I don't personally know, right, I surround myself with people who know more than me. And they teach me, they train me, they equip me. Okay, but it's that natural curiosity to learn so I can share those resources with you. Okay. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an attorney. Okay. But I'm dang good at using Google. I'm dang good at making connections. I'm dang good at learning. Right. Assuming I don't forget, I have to write a lot of stuff down. Um, Cause just like you guys, man, I suffer from mental health conditions. I don't have sleep apnea. Right. But I've got pretty severe insomnia, depression, anxiety. Right. I live with that stuff. So I know. Okay. I know but we're always gonna share with you ground truth, okay? If we find something that, that contradicts or overrides medically what we've said before, we're gonna correct it, right? Uh, we, we want the best. I'm looking for the best, and that includes people to join our team, right? People to join the insider team, the insider movement. I want the best. I want people who care deeply about fellow vets, man, you gotta, you gotta have it right here in your heart. That's the first thing I look for is a passion to serve fellow vets. Okay. All right. If you're on live on Facebook, please ask your questions in the, the comments here. Um, if you're on YouTube, you're watching the recording, welcome to you too. Go ahead and open up the description, scroll to the bottom and ask your questions. And I am going to ask a few. Thomas wrote, where are the examples and resources? Okay, two things. If you're a member, okay, they're inside something called the Elite Experience Portal. That's our online database that elite members get access to, okay? Um, we also post a ton of the stuff in the mastermind group on Facebook, okay? So there's some proprietary resources in there. In fact, I just did one on mental health symptoms, an explainer video that you ain't gonna find anywhere. Okay. That's listed inside the mastermind. I explained all 31 mental health symptoms in detail. So veterans know what they are. You know what they mean. You finally understand why you're suffering from that issue. You, you finally, you go, okay, now I know what flattened effect means, right? You understand what suicidal ideation means. There's two elements to it, right? You understand the difference between anxiety and a panic attack because they're not the same. Okay. So we talk about those again. We're sharing the very best with you, okay? Now, we share a lot on our blog. We have a ton of free content, guys, on YouTube, our YouTube channel. We got double the followers than anybody else. The VA Claims Insider website gets 200 plus thousand visitors a month. 
mostly from Google search, a lot of direct, right? A lot of folks come from the Facebook page, a lot come from direct referrals. Y'all are, are telling fellow vets, right? Military Disability Made Easy, that's one of our websites. That receives 200,000 uniques a month. Guys, so I mean, think about this. We've got three to 400,000 unique visitors coming to our web properties every month, right? Well, you ain't gonna fool Google, man. Google's algorithm has got like 3,800 points of measurement, right? If your content sucks, you ain't gonna rank on Google. Nobody's gonna show up. If your content rocks and it's on point and it strikes nerve, and it's focused and it's targeted and it adds a lot of value, guess what's gonna happen? People are gonna show up, right? So we have a lot of free resources out there as well, right? But as a member, you get exclusive access and permission to use stuff that is super high value, right? And instead of us charging you a thousand, two thousand, five thousand dollars up front, we let you in for free now with extreme discounts to our medical professionals for DBQs, disability benefit questionnaires, disability exams, mental health exams. We've got a doctor, okay? PAs for Nexus letters, okay? So you can get DBQs and Nexus letters. And uh, again, extreme discounts, high value stuff. You only owe us at the end, if and only if you increase your rating as a result of our resources, okay? Again, VA claims insiderelite.com there's still 227 of you on which is just crazy how do i access the portal as a member okay uh, michelle get with your vmc team your veteran master coach team um, we actually have an entire admin staff that runs portal access uh, to the elite experience portal so just email them and say hey um, i want access to the elite experience portal you'll get a custom login created just for you okay Greg wrote, yeah, also check the blogs. Man, I just wrote a, I just wrote a 3,200 3, word post yesterday, uh, which is pretty awesome. Go to vaclaimsinsider.com slash blog, okay? Which by the way, every time I do one of those posts, it's about eight to 10 hours of research, of writing, of editing. It's a painful process, guys. But I've figured out that writing for me is learning right? Learning is writing, writing is learning, writing is hard. It forces me to clarify thought, forces me to get deep in research and analysis and to make connections and linkages, right? And to deeply understand a topic. So then when I come and teach it to you on video, it's super easy, right? I've, I've already devoted 10, 15, 20, 50 hours, hundreds of hours for the time we've been doing this to make sure that you're okay. Um, HLR. Okay. Did a higher level review. I spoke to a senior rater, uh, scheduled and completed a CNP, which scheduled, which I never had. Not sure what you mean by that. VA found and correcting an error. Hmm. So a higher level review, anywhere from 30 days to, I don't know, three months, 30 to 90 to 120 days to get an HLR decision back is about the norm again that's just an estimate um the uh, the supplemental claim which is lane two that might take anywhere from i don't know three to six months to get an answer tim welcome tim says i just signed up this morning 
Welcome, brother. We'll, uh, we'll get you out of signed here pretty soon. Ernie says, thank you, Brian. Good information as always. If you're a cigarette smoker, get a sleep study done. Yeah, for sure. So there's one tricky part of that, Gary. Um, you definitely want to make sure you get a sleep study done. The problem is you want to make sure that there's no, you know, somebody doesn't try to call BS on you and say, the reason you have OSA is because you're a smoker, right? Or the reason you've got obesity is because of you're a smoker, right? Because you'll get denied service connection. VA will use the part under the law that says it's the veteran's own willful misconduct. Okay, drugs and tobacco will do that to you. So will alcohol, right? If you're deemed an alcoholic and the VA says, no, your PTSD is because you're an alcoholic, not you're self-medicating with alcohol to cope with the PTSD, which we know is total BS, um, but it happens. <clears throat> James, I just got a Nexus and a DVQ for sleep apnea. Will the new info you referenced affect these? No, no, we're just sharing some of the deeper inside information uh, into how the sausage is made, so to speak. Okay, so you're good to go um, as is. Um, Kevin, got a call from the VA. The doctor is asking me to use my CPAP more often. I told her my insomnia kept me up 48 hours, which is true. Can they use that against me when I file for OSA? No, no. I mean, that's to me, at least in my opinion, that Kevin, that's an issue with your symptoms, right? I mean, that's a life issue. You got insomnia. Um, they, nobody can force you to use your CPAP, right? Just because you got prescribed one. <clears throat> um, 0% willing service nexus already established. Oh yeah, you can just do an increase. Yeah, good point. So let's say... Um, let's say you already have a diagnosis of some type of sleep apnea and it's already service connected, right? But it, maybe you got 0%, right? So your service connected is 0%. If you now require a CPAP or some other type of breathing device, breathing machine, get a DBQ, man, for OSA or for sleep apnea and file for an increase. That's an easy win. You're already service connected, right? Assuming you have a CPAP. Um, or a breathing machine, breathing device, and you meet the criteria under the law, okay? legally, morally, ethically, and medically. <laughs> Joel, VACI is the real deal. Awesome. Thank you, Joel. That's awesome. Um, Jerk, they denied me twice for OSA and never did a CNP. Interesting. Um, so the VA the rater, they don't have to order an exam. Um, now, if you had a diagnosis of OSA and you had a sleep study and you uploaded those in support, that should have at least gotten you a CNP exam. Um, so that's really interesting. You may want to pick up the phone, call 1-800-827-1000 if it's still open and ask about it. Um, if it's denied, it doesn't matter how many times you're denied, fight it again, man. Open up a new claim. Maybe this time you go secondary. You go, you know what? I think it's due to TMJ. I think it's due to my tinnitus. I think it's due to my medication side effects that I take for PTSD, right? Um, thank you, Brian. You're very welcome. Elite is awesome, says Tim. Currently at 88%. It's Jarek again. If granted, OSA with CPAP 
Some sources say 95% and some say 95. Um, it's probably a bilateral factor, right? There's unilateral and bilateral factors, Jarek, in your VA rating. Um, you can go to, if you Google uh, VA disability calculator, <clears throat> we're one of the links on there. We've got a pretty awesome one that just got updated. Daniel, what do you need to write on spouse or friend letter so I can submit that with my appeal for sleep apnea secondary to tinnitus? Okay, so the, the buddy letter, the spousal letter in this situation, uh, Daniel, because you're pursuing secondary service connection, okay, sleep apnea secondary to tinnitus, tinnitus, which is the ringing in the ear. Your buddy letter is not going to do much by having that buddy talk about, you know, medical literature, right? They're not doctors. They're not qualified through education, training, experience to provide any type of opinion as to the linkage, uh, as to the linkage. What they can do is talk about when they first saw or noticed your OSA, your sleep apnea, um, and your symptoms. Okay, that's where your buddy letter in that example is going to come in handy. So. Um, I would focus on cause. W when did this happen, right? Hey, I, I believe him. I believe that his sleep apnea is due to this because of his tinnitus. He can't sleep because of the insomnia. He takes all that medication, which caused him to gain weight, which led to the aggravation of OSA. Okay. That's one thing they could say. They could say, uh, his symptoms are so severe He's tired all the time. He misses work. We used to hang out. We don't anymore, right? I know he snores loudly. He's constantly taking naps, right? It's affected his work and life and his relationship, right? That's what you use buddy letters for. <clears throat> Credible and competent firsthand witness testimony to shed light on what's going on with you. When and how did your disability occur? Did the person there... Did they see it? Are they a firsthand witness, right? Or is it just hearsay? And then how is it affecting you, your symptoms? That's what body letters really help you do, okay? Man, you guys are awesome. What's up, Scotty? Scott wrote, sorry I'm late. It's all right, brother. I have 10% for tinnitus. Can uh, sleep apnea be secondary to it? Um, it can, not directly. Okay, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm sharing opinions based upon all the research we've done. Okay, um, there's no direct link to sleep apnea secondary to tinnitus, tinnitus. But maybe there is some kind of a medication you're taking to help manage your tinnitus, whether it's a sleep or insomnia medication, who knows, right? Maybe you're on something that potentially aggravated it. You'll have to do a little bit more research of that. Ultimately, it's also person and evidence dependent, right? Nobody's situation here is exactly the same. We're different people. We all have different health information and records, okay? Uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff's right. Uh, for for Jarek, right, he never got a CNP exam. There, it's missing some element. It's either missing a medical diagnosis, there's no sleep study report, uh, it, maybe, it maybe actually wasn't filed. It wasn't linked correctly. No explanation of how it was due to your service. Who knows? Gary, VA had no, VA had no clue about sleep apnea back in the day. That's true. I had never even heard of it. 
till long after I left the service. Okay. Me too, med team baby. Our med team's awesome. They're they are amazing human beings. Many of them are fellow disabled vets, credible, competent, okay. DBQs, disability exams, medical nexus evidence, okay? And by the way, these, these aren't, you know, sham doctors, right? These aren't doctors who are going to stretch the truth here just, you know, as a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, okay? That's a no-go, right? They're going to assess you just like any other patient that they see, all right? But they're going to treat you with respect because you're a fellow vet, okay? Again, legal, moral, ethical, medical, okay? It is against federal law to file a false claim, to knowingly try to deceive, attempt to lie or stretch the truth, okay? Attempt to lie or stretch the truth of symptoms. Don't ever do that, guys. Don't ever, ever, ever do that. Do not sacrifice your integrity for money, ever, okay? <clears throat> um, let's see here. Tom, tell me how I may see you Thursday in San Antonio. Um, check our blog. We have a post coming here very soon, Tom. There should be something up on my Facebook page as well, if it isn't already, um, talking about the event on Thursday night. Okay, I'm going to be uh, doing a little presentation at Bunker Labs in San Antonio. Um, some fellow insiders are coming down. I'd love to meet you guys in person. Right, just an opportunity again for us to be together, man. Vets, we need each other. I need you. I need you just as bad as you need me, right? To just be together. We understand each other. So please do come, man. I'd love that. Um, yeah, so some folks are asking, how do I get a sleep study ordered? Um, probably the most common way is, again, sleep studies. That's going to be conducted usually by a specialist, right? Somebody in a sleep clinic somebody who's trained in this stuff, right? They're experts in sleep and in sleep apnea. So um, most likely there's gonna be a referral ordered from your primary care team, okay? That's probably the most common thing, okay? Uh, okay, cool, Rusty said, yep, Tom, it's on the website. Again, if anybody in San Antonio area, me in Texas, man, Thursday night, uh, February 6th, from 5.30 to 7.30, invites out there. Again, it's free tickets. Just come hang out, man. I would love to see you in chat. We can do some, some pics and love to hear your story as well and, and help you and connect you any way we can, okay? Okay, guys. Again, keep asking your questions. I'm going to keep trying to pop in and answer some even after this live video is over. Hey, again, you need some help, look down below. Free three-step intake. VA claims insider elite.com. You guys are awesome. All right. Until next time, I love you. Brian Reese, the VA claims insider, out from Austin, Texas. All right. We'll see you guys soon.